uh, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Now, if you've missed any of the messages, I want to encourage you to go to connectingtruth.org, click on the link that says God on Demand, and that's going to take you to our uh, archive of messages so that you can uh, look at the Listen to messages that have been presented throughout the year, and I'm sure there's a word there that's going to bless your soul. And, you know, um, you know, we've been preaching and talking about the coming of the Lord. You know, uh, many anticipate the, the being caught up, and certainly I hope that is your ultimate goal in life, is to be caught up with the Lord, to meet the Lord in the air where he is. You know, and until then, we know that the Lord has multitude of blessing for those that are obedient to his word you know i was reading in the 28th chapter of deuteronomy this morning and i want to encourage you to go there just sit down and read the 28th chapter and understand what god is saying to his elect he has a special message there for those that are called by his name for those God for her and, and you know she's going to be presenting the bread of life this morning and so want know that your souls are going to be blessed you know this woman of God as she go forth and want you to be prayerful those of you that are seeking the Holy Ghost continue to wrestle with God you know the Bible said that Jacob uh, he wrestled with the Lord and he would not let him go don't let him go don't let him go bless your Lord Jesus at this time we're going to go before the Lord again with uh, another song of praise and, and, and just want to magnify the Lord and to lift him up in the name of Jesus.
Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Come on, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, give it to Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. How great is our God. How great he is. Certainly, we thank God because he is magnificent to me. You know, we look at heroes. And many have their own classification of hero, but we know a hero by definition is someone that saves you, someone that rescues you. How many have been rescued by the Lord? You know, we called upon his name and he was there. You know, matter of fact, he even gave us his name and said his name is a strong tower. And the righteous can run into it and we're safe. You know, the enemy cannot harm us. Uh, anytime you're in a situation, call upon the name of Jesus. Yes, if yes. you can't do anything else but just think upon his name, uh, then that's what you do. You think on his name. You just give him the complete focus. And, and the power of God is going to show up. Uh, no, when the Bible said that the name of Jesus, every knee is going to do what? It's going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. You know, when Jesus came and, and those, those spirits that, that, uh, that saw him coming and they asked him, have you come to torment us before our time? See, the enemy knows. The enemy knows the power of God. That when God shows up, he is going to show up. And you want God to show up and show out, not for a car, not for a TV. You, you want God to show up and show out because we are in a warfare. This is a fight for your life. This is about your soul salvation. And so you want the Lord to show up and to show out on his behalf. And, and when he show up, you're going to have a great testimony. Amen. We have a, a, a brother. I've known this young man all his life. <laughs> known him all his life. And he has a testimony. And he called me a, a couple of days ago. And he was just so excited. And I asked him to just come and to share his testimony with us this morning about what the Lord is doing. So I'm going to ask Brother brother um, Wayne, Brother Wayne Anderson to come and to give his testimony about what the Lord is doing for him. Amen. And so, you know, it's the, the Bible said they overcame by the words of their testimony. Amen. And so your testimony is great. Don't let nobody take your testimony from you when God is doing something for you. That's right. Don't let anyone take it. That testimony away, brother. Praise the Lord, saints. Hallelujah. This testimony is. I was on my way to work one day, and I was listening to the sermon, and I started giving God the praise. I just started lifting His name, praising His name, and my phone was hooked up to Android Auto at the time. At that time, all of a sudden, Andrew and Otto just started here thanking Jesus at the same time I did. And all I, all I heard was, through the audio system of the truck, was, I hear you. My Lord, my Lord. And I was just, that my day was Hears you. It, it just. Oh, wow. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I, I was yes. just in awe all day long. Yes. I, I just was on the phone with a co worker and I, I told her what happened. It, I, I could just hear her start her praising the man. Uh, and it was just. Bless your Lord God. It's just that feeling. Just continue to praise him. Give you a testimony also. Yes. Yeah. 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 God works with that. You got to give God something to work with. Give him something to work with. You know, he was he was praising God on his as he was journeying and doing with Andrew and his business. 
and look at what God said and what they did for him. And the Lord is not, he, he has, he's going to have another testimony because God's not finished. You know, we should sing a song. He's not finished. He's not done through with me yet. There we go. <laughs> when he's done with me, then I'm going to come forth as pure gold. Watch out, man. You know, and so I just want to thank God and just want to encourage him and continue to encourage you uh, to, to seek the Lord. The Bible tells us that, that if we seek him, we're going to find him. We're going to find him, so never stop seeking him. At this time, amen, we're going to have a musical selection or solo by Sister Brittany, and she's going to come and, and bless us, and we just thank God for this young lady and how she is allowing the Lord to use her. You know, thank God for our young people yes, yes. and those that are being used by the Lord. They're the, the gifts, you know, that, that the Lord's exposing through them, and, you know, uh, Pastor, I'm, I'm excited about the gifts. We'll, we'll talk about that, you know, because there's something there that I want to share. But, you know, these gifts that the Lord has bestowed on us here in the earth. Yes. These gifts here in the earth. Amen. But she's coming and she's going to bless us with the solo. And, uh, you know, as, as the Lord lead her. And so we just thank God for her.
Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. fall on me. What a blessing. Yeah. Holy Spirit, fall on me. That's why I want the Lord to overtake me. Yes. Yeah, you want the Lord to overtake you. Yes. His Spirit just, yes. just fall on you. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. Bless you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Oh, Father, we just thank you right now, Lord. We honor you, Lord. Amen. We're going to go forward. And, you know, and, uh, uh, the woman of God is here, and uh, she has a, she, she has edged out some time for us on her schedule. Amen. Because she's doing, you got double duty today? No? Okay. <laughs> All right, not that we'll do today, but but thank God for the fact that she is with us, and we want to give her plenty of time to exhort, you know, whatever the Lord has blessed her, and we want to uh, hold her up in prayer as she comes. She is the pastor of Greater Grace AOH Church in the city of Monrovia, California. That's 474 East Gordon Road. You're in the Southern California area, you know, and you want to stop in and say hello, be a blessing, you know, but uh, she is doing wonderful work. Thank God that she caught the map, you know, and is allowing the Lord to use her. And so as she come, we want to uh, sit, you know, with our open ears, hearts ready to receive the word of God, you know, and let's, let's get with her and let's bless the Lord. This is none other than the Elder Michelle Mellander. God bless you, sis. Amen. Praise the Lord, saints. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Amen. Thank God. Thank God for another opportunity to be in your midst. Thank God for an opportunity, amen, to share this time with you. Thank God for my brother, my big brother. Amen. I call him Bishop. Bless you, Lord. Amen. Carl Henderson. Amen. Thank God. I heard Brother Wayne. I call him Brother Don. God bless you. Amen. That's all right. That's, that's Amen. right. Amen. Thank God for Sister Cherise and Brother Corey. And Amen. Each of you in your respective place. Thank God for Amen. my children that traveled here with me on this morning. Amen. Sister Brittany, Shatara, and my grandson, Brother Jeremy. Amen. But we thank God, amen, for another opportunity, amen, to come and to represent Christ. How many know it's a blessing, amen, to be a part of Christ? Amen. It's a blessing to be in him and him to be in you, amen, and it's certainly a blessing to represent him, amen. I'm just grateful, amen, when I think of everything that's going on in the world today, I thank God that I know him. And I thank God that he knows me. Amen. As uh, Brother Don was giving that testimony, my, my eyes just filled with tears because it means everything for God to confirm that he picked you. Yes. I mean, that's, I mean, that, I, I, I just, in my, in my soul, I could, I could just sense a deep breath of release. I've been praying. Come on. I've been praising. I've been giving God the glory. I've been sacrificing. I've been taking time out. I know he's a good God. I don't hold nothing back. I give him the glory that's due unto him, not because I'm made to do it, because I feel it in my soul. And when God speaks back, hallelujah, you can take a deep yes, breath. Yes. You can take a sigh of relief. I hear you. Come on, come yes, on, hallelujah. Amen. We want to encourage those that don't quite understand, you know, all that 
that life entails sometimes. And I want to tell you it's all right to not understand because there's some things you just won't understand and you got to be all right with that. Yeah. Hallelujah. But as time goes on, moment by moment, day by day, week by week, month by month, and year by year, God will begin to speak. God will begin to open up your eyes. He will enlighten your heart. Uh, Bishop, he will, he will let those gifts Yes, hallelujah. Yes. Come up. Hallelujah. And those gifts will revelate. Those gifts will, don't you know the gifts in you will minister to you first? Thank you, Lord. All right. The yes, gift yes. in you will minister. To, if you, the gift in you don't touch you, how are you going to expect it to touch somebody else? Thank you, Jesus. My God, my God. Well, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you today. We honor you, God. There's none like you. Hallelujah. God, we stand in this place, Lord God, just seeking your, your, your wisdom, God, hallelujah, asking that you would word these lips of clay, Lord, I decrease that you increase. You know what each listener has need of on today. Sing your word, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. You said it won't go out and return unto your void, but it shall accomplish, hallelujah, what you sent it to do. Lord, we thank you for the word being planted on good ground, and we bind every distraction, every thought that would come to hinder the planting of your word, God. We pull it down now, every stronghold in the name of Jesus. Lord God, hallelujah, every thought, hallelujah, everything going on around, Lord, we put it to the side, and we focus in on the word of God, hallelujah. Speak to our hearts today in the name of Jesus. We thank you. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. There was a, um, a message that the Lord had given me some time ago. Um, wasn't that long ago, but it was some time ago. Amen. To speak to the people of God. And I was praying and seeking the Lord and asking him about today. Amen. He directed me to this. Amen. And so we're going to share that with you today. Amen. The title, Amen, that we'll be speaking from today is, There is a Purpose in Your Process. All right. There is purpose in your process. We're coming out of the book of Philippians, the first chapter and the sixth verse. The word of God reads, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Isn't that encouraging? Amen. Isn't that encouraging to know that you didn't start this thing yourself? Right. Come on, you didn't Come just on. decide this is what I'm gonna do and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this thing. No, it wasn't you. But God begun a work in you. And because he begun that work in you. He's the one responsible for bringing it to completion. That's something to shout about. Bless you, Lord. Yes. That's something yes. to shout about. I can encourage myself that, you know what, despite what's going on around me, regardless of where I am, you know, today uh, I can focus, hallelujah, in on the fact that God has my end in mind. He said, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thoughts of good, thoughts, hallelujah, of peace and not of evil. Amen. Jesus Christ is performing the work in us. And then we're going to travel to the book of Romans 8 and 28. And the word of God here reads, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Amen. And how many know, amen, God don't call, hallelujah, those whom uh, uh, he doesn't have a purpose for. Come on now. Amen. But because of the purpose is the result of the call. He, you yeah. didn't just, you know, he, he said he made Sabbath for man. He didn't make man for the Sabbath. All right. In other words, amen, there's one piece that precedes the other. The call is because of the purpose, but the purpose is what sent the call. Do you hear what I'm telling you today? Thank you, Lord. The journey of the believer is a process. How many know it's a process? 
Hallelujah. You didn't just say, I'm going, I'm going to, you know, come to God and, and I'm going to get saved and I'm going to be baptized in Jesus' name and receive the Holy Ghost and I'm going to walk out of here and everything is going to be hunky-dory. Can I use that word? Everything's going to be a-okay. It's going to be all right. I'm not going to have a situation. I'm not going to have to work on it. I'm not going to have to work on that attitude. See, I had an anger problem before I came to Christ. Amen. And just because I went down in that water didn't mean that anger's gone away. Come on. I had an attitude problem when I went down in that water, but when I got up, that doesn't mean that attitude. It can happen. But we are human beings, and God saves us to save us. And every day of the life of a believer is a process. It is the process of becoming what God has designed and destined for your life. I believe that every individual walking the face of the earth was created for purpose. I believe that we, man is a trichotomy. I believe that man is made of three parts. Amen. I believe that man is a spirit that has a body and a soul. I believe, hallelujah, that when God created the body, when he allowed the body, that embryo, amen, to form in the womb of a woman, that he sent the spirit of that individual into that body, come on, into that clay, into that flesh. And he sent that spirit because there was purpose for that life. Hallelujah. How many know God don't make mistakes? I don't care. Hallelujah. If your mama told you that, you know, you was unexpected. You slipped up on me. And some people have been flat out told that they were a mistake. But if God let you make it to this world, if he let you come out of that womb, I want to let you know you are not a mistake. People are hooked up, tripped up, tied up because of what they've been brought up to believe. But you can be free in Christ Jesus and delivered. Hallelujah. I get a little loud, y'all. It's all right. Amen. <laughs> But I love the Lord and I'm excited because he brought me from a mighty long way. Hallelujah. We learn that living for Christ is a learning way. That's why it's important that you forsake not the assembling of yourselves together uh, as the manner of which some is. The Bible tells us that we must come together. There must be fellowship. It is in our coming together that we hear the word of God. Bible class goes forth, whether it's if you bring your collective self or you tune in by the airway. You need to be in tune with the word of God because the word of God is what's going to do the work. Yes. I might have some nice words I can tell you, but it's the word of God that's going to save you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But we learn and we come and we hear the word of God and we take what we hear. We apply it. When I go to that job the next day after leaving Bible class and I got a word on love and that co-worker wants to irritate me and get on my nerves. Hallelujah. I remember that the, the, the preacher talked about love in Bible class. Come on. And then I'm taking that love and I'm actually applying it to the situation. Yes. Yes. I'm loving my neighbor. I'm loving those that hate me. I'm loving those that persecute me. I'm applying it. Hallelujah. This is a learning way. Amen. We come to learn that it's not about a religious system. It's not about something that you, 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 you're trained up uh, 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 to, 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 to a way of thinking or a, a, a way of being. Jesus said that I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I come to make you free. How many know that free is free? Come on now. Not tied up in the religious system and traditions of men that are binding in and of themselves, but the unadulterated word of God, Pastor. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. We don't come to God just to know how we ought to. We don't, we don't come to God and just know how we ought to walk and talk. But we sit under the word. And that word activates that measure of faith that God has given to every man. The Bible says that unto every man has been given a measure of faith. Yes. Hallelujah. And when we hear the word, the word connects, amen, with that faith that we've been given. And that that word begins to, to massage that faith. And before you know it, that faith. 
faith begins to activate and that faith begins to work, hallelujah, that faith begins to see impossibility and, and declare possibility. That faith goes and sees sickness and declares healing. That faith goes and declares, hallelujah, bondage and, and, and says, no, it shall be delivered, hallelujah. That faith in you will begin to work. And before you know it, when you would doubt, hallelujah, God began to, hallelujah, let a belief raise up in you, hallelujah. Hallelujah, that will illuminate for you and encourage your fellow man. Hallelujah, and as that faith begins to grow, amen, you begin to run the race that was set before you. Amen, we learn that all things work together for good. Come on, you don't just know that everything works together because there's some stuff that can happen to you in your life, in your family, with your children, come on, hallelujah, and you say, I don't see how any good can come out of this. Uh -huh. But if you just keep on living, if you keep on walking, if you keep on trusting, hallelujah, in spite of it, in spite of the pain, in spite of the hardness, in spite of the difficulty, amen, one day you're going to walk, amen, out of that trouble, uh, 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 you're going to cross the line into that liberty. But you're going to learn that, hallelujah, that trouble taught me something. Yeah. That trouble helped me along the way. If it did nothing else but kept me on my knees, don't you know trouble will help you pray? When you give yourself liberty, I'm too tired to get out of this bed right now. Hallelujah, glory to God. But, but trouble knocking on your door is that extra oomph to go on and push you on out. And on to your knees. Uh, there is a purpose in your process. We learn that God will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. We know him. See, this is why we can say that he is Jehovah Jireh. Because we know that we've been in a situation. Uh, we know the word says it. And so because the word says it, I can apply it to my life. So what are you talking about? So I know that I have a need, hallelujah. And I know I have no possible way in and of it myself to meet that need. But because I believe God to be a provider, he provides for me. Then guess what? It no longer is just words on a paper, but it's life present yeah, yeah. with me because I can testify that he is my I applied the word. Hallelujah. We learn how to endure hardness as a good soldier. The Apostle Paul wrote the book of Romans during his third missionary journey. The book is called his manifesto. A public declaration of intention, opinion, objectives, or motives. And we believe that the word of God is the inspiration inspiration of God. He gave it to man as they were inspired to pen. So it wasn't necessarily Paul's objectives and motives, but it's what God wanted him to declare to the churches. Yes. He wrote the book of Philippians under house arrest in Rome, and he writes to express his joy concerning all that the folks mutually shared in Christ. Let me tell you something. If you have Christ, you have something. We've got to learn not to allow the world to dictate our joy, our happiness because of the things that happen, because of what we don't have, because of what we have to go through. When you have Christ, you have it all. We must learn how to wear the world as a loose garment. Yes, we got to get up and operate every single day. Mm -hmm. You get up, you clean yourself up, you wash your face, you comb your hair, you go and do what it is that you have to do every day, but you wear it as a loose garment, knowing that Christ is with you, and for Christ we live, and, and for Christ we die. And as we go along in life, amen, we are fulfilling his purpose for us. Paul's prayer for the church was that their lives would overflow in love and righteousness. His number one mission was the declaration of the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. And he was concerned that the church viewed his, his, his going through and his imprisonment as a setback to the gospel. But let me tell you something. How many know you can't hold back the word of God? You can't stop what's unpenetrable. All right. You can't stop the word of God because the word of God is life and it is spirit. And it can go where no man can go. He did not want them to think Hallelujah, that because he was in prison, that the work must stop. He wanted them to keep on trusting, keep on believing, and keep on declaring, hallelujah, the word of God as God would lead them. Hallelujah. At this time in the life of the people, the people could have become stuck because the leader had been placed into a situation. But how many know a leader begets leaders? Paul, all along on his journeys, as he went establishing church, he was establishing leadership. He was setting order in the church. So there was somebody that could carry on the work. Hallelujah. He didn't want them to get stuck and stagnated, hallelujah, but continue on and advance the gospel. So the apostle takes this opportunity to share his own revelation of his process. He said his chains, his bonds, had served to the advancement of the gospel. And that's what I want you to know. This was Paul's process, but you have a process. And your chains and your bonds and your struggle and your issues, hallelujah, are a part of the process that's going to help propagate the word of God. Because some people ain't coming to the church house. Some people may never pick up a Bible. But guess what? You might come into the presence of one of those individuals and because of your life and because of the process that you've been through, hallelujah, you can be an encouragement and a light enough, hallelujah, that would provoke the heart of somebody else to say, what must I do to be saved? Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Paul said, you know better than, hallelujah, you all know my testimony. You know my life. Hallelujah. We can't stop here. Hallelujah. All that had befallen Paul was for the furtherance of the gospel. Hallelujah. Paul said in his life in Corinthians 11, 24, 31, he was, a, first of all, he was a Pharisee of Pharisees. All right. So, so he could talk, hallelujah. He, 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 he knew what it meant to be of the upper echelon. Come on, he was a Jew of Jews. Come on, hallelujah, glory to God. But hallelujah, hallelujah, he went through after his conversion. The Bible says that, the, the, that God let, ministered to him and told him that he was going to suffer many things because that was a part of his process. So according to 2 Corinthians 11, 24 through 31, he gave his testimony. He said, listen here, you all. Of the Jews, five times received I 40 stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice was I suffered, uh, I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeyings often in perils of water in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, hallelujah, in perils amongst false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, hallelujah. Have you heard yourself yet? In fastings often, in cold and in nakedness, beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Who is weak? He said, I am, I am not weak. Who is offended? And I burn not. If I must needs glory, I will glory of the things which concern my infirmities. Hallelujah. And you know, that's what the apostles of that day thought. That was their mentality. Hallelujah. If they're going to glory, their glory in their suffering, knowing that they suffered for the cause of Christ. The apostle Peter said, listen, his faith was that he had to meet that cross. They hung him on a cross. Hallelujah. But he said, listen, I'm not even worthy to be hung upright as my Lord was. Turn me upside down. Hallelujah. Because I'm not even worthy. Hallelujah. To suffer in that manner. 
Hallelujah. When you look at the prophets and 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 the uh 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 uh. uh Folks, and, and, and back in the day, how they had to suffer and go through, we don't suffer like that today. Come Amen. On. We're not tired of horses and, and them horses hit and they tear us asunder. Amen. We're not, we didn't, Paul met Nero's chopping block. Hallelujah. He, we, they went through something. We go through something. And, and, and don't let me minimize that because their head chopped off, there's an equivalent. Come on. <laughs> That, 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 that'll come knock on your door and make you feel like your head been chopped off. Am I talking to somebody? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, I will glory of the things which concern my infirmities, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forevermore, knoweth that I lie not. What a process. God knew what he would have to endure. Hallelujah. He knew the work he had begun in him, and he knows the work he has begun in you. If he begun a work in you, he will complete it. Paul knew that the work of God was established upon a foundation of love. Paul knew the love of God and that that love caused him to flourish and endure his time of making. It's a blessing when you can endure. Hallelujah. He knew that because of the love of God, nothing just could separate him from God. Romans 8, 35 through 39 says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, persecution or famine, nakedness or peril, or sword, as it is written for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded. You've got to be persuaded. Uh -huh. And your yeah. process will help you become persuaded. Because through your process, you're going to encounter some of these things that Paul categorizes as separation. Will these things separate you? Hallelujah. He said, I will. He said, who shall separate us? Shall distress. Shall tribulation. None of this stuff. Why? Because I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. All throughout the scripture and throughout the body of Christ, every single individual in Christ goes through a process, a process of becoming and overcoming until they reach the stature of the perfect man, Christ Jesus. Amen. You must know that your process is divinely and directly connected with your purpose. Hallelujah. A process is defined as a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular result or end. It is the in-between dash of your beginning and your ending. Our founding father of faith, Abraham, went through his process. It began with him being born out of a pagan household to a pagan worshiping parents. Then he lost his brother and then his father. He then received the call of God to get thee out of the country, out from among your kinsmen to the place that I'm gonna take you to. This was God dealing with Abraham. He made him a promise that his seed would be as the sand of the seashore. And you know you can't count the sand of the seashore. Hallelujah. His seed, a seed would come from his loins, a promised seed. And it wouldn't just come from his loins, but it would be through his wife, Sarah. When God makes you a promise, you can count on it. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what it act like. If God said it, that settles it. Hallelujah. And if he said it's going to come this way, honey, I don't care if it looked like the face of the earth is being wiped completely out. If God says it's coming this way, he's going to hold it together until he delivers because he's not a man that he should lie. And once his word goes out, he don't just, hallelujah, it's in operation. But the Bible says he watches over it to perform it. Hallelujah. So you can rest assured that it's coming to pass. Amen. He said, you're going to have a seed. And it's coming through Sarah. Well, guess what, y'all? His wife, Sarah, was barren. God 
to take matters into your own hands. But if I can encourage you to stand still and see the salvation of God. Stand right where you are. I don't care, hallelujah, if the money you have in the bank will answer the situation. If God said, I'm going to give it to you and you don't need to touch that, you better wait on the Lord. Because you going and getting it for yourself is going to cause another bump in the road. But if you do it the way God says, do it, hallelujah, it's going to come out all right, hallelujah. And how many know that the blessing of the Lord make it rich and he addeth no sorrow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can't get in it. Let the process do what the process was designed to do. It was designed to work some things out in you and make you ready and make you meet for the master's use. Don't you know when he calls us to the air, hallelujah, and he captures us up, We've got to already be ready. You can't be working on it. And the process is getting us ready, hallelujah, for that day so we can hear the trump. Hallelujah, God is working on some folks here because they're too busy talking. And when you're too busy talking, you can't hear what the Lord is trying to say. So your process has you in situations, hallelujah, which require you to shut up, hallelujah, close your mouth, wait on me, hallelujah, I know they said hallelujah, I saw a post and it said the Holy Ghost don't just jump and make you jump and shout and speak in tongues, but the Holy Ghost will tell you to shut up, sit down and live right, come on, so the process, hallelujah, the process, Hallelujah. You want to know where you are? Look at some of the things you're going through. Look at, you want to know, God, what are you working out in me? What are some of the situations I'm in? What are some of the things that I'm facing? Hallelujah. Is, is I'm in a period where, where I'm, I'm, I'm going through a humbling process. Come on. Come on. Because people that aren't humble have no control. There's a root. Hallelujah to the behavior. Come on. There's a symptom, but the symptom is just a manifestation of a core problem. And so God, the process, the process of becoming and overcoming this flesh. Hallelujah. Making us ready to meet our Lord. Hallelujah. Don't doubt the process. Don't doubt the promise. Don't get stuck where you are. Don't worry about folk either. Outwardly, folk may see you struggle, but inwardly, they don't see how God is developing your spiritual muscle. Sometimes, depending on where a person is in their process, it may appear or even feel that they are at their heaviest. Have you ever felt like you were at your heaviest? Like, I just can't take any more. Like, I'm, I feel like sometimes I'm at my wit's end. I think about when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he knew that the cup that he came to drink was handed to him. And he told his father, he said he prayed. He said, listen, if it be possible, let this cup be passed. And then as soon as he got through saying that, hallelujah, how many know the spirit will kick in and you are going to overdrive? He said, before this purpose came I into the world, hallelujah, to do, hallelujah, what I've been sent to do. And that was to die for the sins of mankind, that man may have an opportunity to be saved. Sometimes you may get to that place. The Bible says that in Gethsemane, he prayed as it were until uh, uh, sweat drops were, were, were as blood rolling down. That's some kind of prayer. That's some kind of laboring in prayer. Hallelujah. But how many know if you don't quit, if you don't stop, God's going to show up. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. This is when we have to do what we know to do. Hallelujah. We got to rely on the word of God. Hallelujah. The way we respond during the process is of most importance. Hallelujah. Sometimes in your process, God is transforming spiritual fat into spiritual muscle, like the natural, hallelujah, when you begin to work out, hallelujah, and that fat begins to work, burn, loosen, what begins to happen, muscle begins to develop. It is a process that must be endured if you're going to be, hallelujah, spiritually fit, hallelujah, for the kingdom. Hallelujah, glory to God. How do you feel when you see 
You know, you can look at yourself, hallelujah, in the mirror, and you say, you know what? Hallelujah, I remember I had this going on in my midsection. But because I've been working out, hallelujah, I think I got the nerve to see a couple of ads showing through there somewhere. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm working them uh, arms out, hallelujah. And before you know it, it used to be something waving back at me. But now, hallelujah, I don't see it no more. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's how it is in the spirit. You're working it out. Hallelujah. You're getting rid of the spiritual flag. Hallelujah. You put on those clothes. Hallelujah. That, that you ain't worn in a while and you can find them clothes feeling nice and loose and, and you can wear them and you ain't bound. You know it ain't tight in the arms and the chest. Come on. And you can move around. That's a good feeling. You can sit in the chair and cross your leg with no problem. That's a hollow, no cramps. Come on. That's a blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't let hallelujah the situation fool you. Amen. Hallelujah. You may not see a difference on the scale, but keep letting the process work. Because, see, what you don't see happening is as you begin to burn that hallelujah, that fat hallelujah, and develop that spiritual muscle. Hallelujah, you don't see nothing shifting on the scale. In other words, you don't see anything manifesting at it. But if you keep on going, when you don't see the manifestation, when it don't seem like anything is happening, if you keep on going after a while, you're going to realize inches are gone. Hallelujah. You're going to realize that more muscle, more stamina, more endurance has all of a sudden shown up. Hallelujah. You can't judge it based upon the scale because muscle weighs more than fat. Hallelujah. So as you begin to get that muscle right, it's going to get heavier. Hallelujah. But it ain't going to show on the scale. So don't let, hallelujah, don't you, hallelujah, let folk misdiagnose you. And don't you misdiagnose yourself because of what it looks like. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah. My salvation and my God are the most important things in my life. What is important to you will keep you focused. Yes. And it will motivate your actions. When we take a moment to reflect and remember all the way that the Lord has brought us, we can declare what a process. Look back over your own life. The things that you have overcome through the process. The victories that you've won. The conquering that you've done. Don't focus on necessarily where you are today. Because the enemy will beat you in your thoughts with that. I'm, I, I should be further along. But what you don't realize, you know where you've come from. Yeah. But you don't really understand the distance of, of, of from where you started to where you are today. Yeah. Unless God gives you that. And he can and he will let you see that. Yeah. But sometimes he don't let us see that. And so we don't realize the distance. So sometimes we can get a little hesitant in our present state. We can get stuck in the mud sometimes. And, and once you get stuck, it's hard to, to break free. That's why you got to fight to not even let your thoughts go there. Amen. Because first of all, you see that you've come from a certain distance, but what you don't see is all the unseen things that in that period of time that you have been set free and delivered and kept from because he's a keeper from those things that we know and those things that we don't know. So there's so much more to you than meets the eye. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't be discouraged because you haven't. Uh, achieved what you feel like you should have up until this point. You must know that you are right where God wants you to be. And if he has identified anything in your life to work on, work on it because it's a part of his process. And there's a purpose for the process. There's a purpose for the situation. There's a purpose. And the same God of the process is the same God of the outcome. Know that. Hallelujah. Reflect, hallelujah, and know that the distance in front of us is shorter than what is behind us. Amen. We can't go back. We can't forfeit. We've got to keep going. Amen. Until we hear the Lord say, come up here, my people. 
Amen. The song says, my soul looks back and wonder. And I feel a little preaching. Okay. <laughs> I wonder how I got over. How did I get over that ridicule? Come on, somebody say, God. God. How did I get over that rejection? Somebody say, it was God. How did I get through the broken relationship? Somebody say, God. How did I get over folks walking out of my life? God. How did I get over my once called friends becoming folks? God. How did I get over the pain of family dysfunction? God. How did I get over the loss of loved ones? How did I get over? How did I get over? Hallelujah. How did I make it through the tragedy, the calamity, the disappointment? Come on, the sickness. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I made it where I am today because of God. Hallelujah. And we're closing. Just think. Hallelujah. Those that have gone on before us had given up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The examples that God has given us. See, he didn't just give us examples in the word, but he gave us living examples. Yes. And as quiet as it's kept, and whether you realize it or not, you are a living example. A living epistle. The Bible says, written and read of all men. The same God of the process is the same God of the outcome. Know there's purpose in your process. Amen. When you leave here today, and you go on about your day, and the enemy tries to speak those thoughts to your mind. I, my prayer, every day, Pastor Henderson, is God, number one, set a watch over this right here, because this comes, this is so powerful. This is more powerful than a nuclear weapon. Yes. Because it can tear up. It can destruct. God, set a watch over my Set a guard over my thoughts and my heart. Doesn't mean thoughts don't come, but I can quickly deal with it, combat it, get it out of there. Don't let it in, because when you let it in, that it's got to go through its own process. Uh -huh. You digest it. What you let in, you digest. That's why the Bible says it's not what goes into a man that defiles him, it's what comes out. But what you let in, goes through a process, and if it goes in, it's got to come. And once it comes out, that means it's been in the heart. It's been in the heart. So we've got to hold our salvation dear. We've got to hold dear the progress that we've made. And if we see anything, if it look evil, if it look like it's going to take me out of the will of God, run away from it. Get away from it. Let the process of God bring you to the perfect stature of the man, Christ Jesus. God bless you, and we love you bless in you. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you, Lord.
in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen, if you've been blessed by this broadcast, share it with someone else. Tell someone else about the goodness of God. You know, we're on iHeart Radio. We're on Spotify. You know, we're on Amazon. They can go anywhere. Just type in SML. Type it inside your page. And Cornerstone is going to come up. You know, listen to the word of God. Share the link with someone else. You know, it's about soul salvation. That's what we're about. It's about the soul Some things that we don't do.